as you're living your daily life, for example, you are doing your laundry and you fold your clothes and you notice something, you know what, this shirt, I don't like it anymore. It doesn't really bring me joy anymore. At that point, I want you to stop and not put it back in the closet, but in the donation bin it goes. Welcome to the Wellness Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Gladish, and I'm excited to take you on a journey to reclaiming and reconnecting to your magic, the magic of your health, your wealth, and your soul's purpose. As a woman's wellness coach and business mentor, I've been coaching women for over 15 years, helping them rediscover their innate abilities to heal, to transform, and to manifest their deepest desires. I'm excited to bring you a weekly dose of inspiration and information diving into the multifaceted approach of what it means to live to our fullest potential. Let's do this. This is a Soulfire production. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Wellness Witch Podcast. I'm really excited you are here with me today. I can't believe it is May, and tomorrow is my birthday. It is my final year in my 30s, guys. I can't believe it. I'll be 39 tomorrow. And I am really excited for my day off, my my hump day off with my hubby. It's actually his birthday on Saturday. We are both Tauruses and our birthdays are just a few days apart, uh, which is awesome. And he jokes because he basically wishes his birthday was in another month because all of May, well, we get to celebrate me and he feels left out, which is so not the case because We are doing lots of fun stuff for his birthday too uh, this coming weekend. So I'm really excited for that. But he asked me what I wanted for my birthday. And I was like, I want to go to Rome. (laughs) Like, let's just fly to Rome for the day because there's this amazing restaurant I want to go to. I want to have espresso. I want to eat all the Italian food. I want to have a delicious chocolate croissant. Like, I just want to be in Rome. So, um, He basically asked me what I wanted, and that's what I said. Let's go to Rome. And because that's not possible, we are having an Italy day. So I don't fully know what the day is going to look like, but I said I want an Italy-inspired day. So it will probably involve delicious espresso or coffee or something. And then I don't know if you guys are familiar with, well, if you live in the Toronto area or the local GTA area, there is this place called Italy. And it's basically like three or four stories of all things Italy and all the desserts and all the pizza and all the Italian shopping, um, grocery shopping specifically. And so we're probably going to go there. I'll have to navigate and pick and choose some things to eat, but they have lots of delicious options and uh, food options. So uh, lots of variety. So I'm sure it's going to be so fun. And um, who knows what else is in store for the day, but I'm really looking forward to it. And we are also having a big birthday sale on all of my programs. So the Adrenal Reset, our Metabolic Reset, our Clean Beauty U program, our Healthy Hormones, it is all on sale. You can actually head on over to our website. Just go on over to holisticwellness.ca. And if you actually head on over to programs, you will see all the programs that we have. We have our Reset metabolic reset, adrenal reset. We also have our heal your PCOS course, our Hashimoto's program, healthy hormones program, and our clean beauty you program. So if you actually go to holisticwellness.ca forward slash programs, 
you will see all the different options there for you. Our adrenal reset, our 28 day adrenal reset is really like one of our most popular programs right now. That and our metabolic reset program. Both of those are just fantastic. All of our programs are fantastic, of course. Um, But we just have so many women going through those ones specifically right now. So if you're looking for that metabolic support and also that adrenal support as well, um, everything's on sale for 30% off. So just use the coupon code birthday at checkout and you will save 30% off any one of our programs. So um, check it out. Again, that link is holisticwellness.ca forward slash programs. Okay, so our episode today, we are talking about decluttering and organizing your space. And I'm really excited for this information because if you've been watching me over on Insta Stories, you know that we are in the process of renovating our kitchen and oh my god it's just been like in and out of messiness and i i just like can't wait to get my hands on there like in there and just clean everything and reorganize everything so i've spent a little bit of time doing that in the past week and if you watch like any of the conmary sort of methodology when it comes to organizing it suggested that you basically take everything out and then organize it and go through what you want what you don't want and then you can go and you know organize it all and put it all back so i didn't think i'd really do that but i did i did it with my kitchen and took everything out and just had to reorganize all the cupboards and everything and man it feels so good like it feels so so good just getting rid of stuff and being able to just place things in just better placement for things, I guess you could say, um, you know, for like accessibility. And we also extended a bit of our cabinet. So we have like this extra cabinet. So there's extra drawer space. So I have these like deep drawers where I can put pots and stuff in. And I never thought that I'd be so excited, but I really am. And it has just been a profound difference working and living in the kitchen space. And, um, That's why I'm excited for a conversation today, because it really inspired me to start cleaning things up and organizing stuff. And so my guest today, Lisa Celebitis, she is a professional organizer and Con Marie certified consultant who guides women from being overwhelmed and stressed out to organized and thriving. She approaches tidying in a holistic way and emphasizes the multitude of benefits clutter-free living has, such as improved mental health, financial benefits, and better time management. With over a thousand coaching hours of experience, Lisa has worked with clients ranging from top executives and entrepreneurs to influencers, artists, and stay-at-home moms. Applying her signature 5S framework in her services, Lisa enables her clients to free their homes and their minds from any baggage that is holding them back. And I don't know about you guys, but every time I declutter a space, I literally feel this weight lifted off my shoulders. I definitely feel more inspired and energized. There is just something about it. And so that's what we're talking about today, how to declutter and the connection between clutter and stress and how it can literally be more effective than therapy. Lisa explains the process that she takes clients through when helping them tidy up and create systems. And we also talk about just the ripple effect that decluttering has on your entire life. And then we go through the 5S framework and how you can actually declutter, organize your space, 
and more importantly, maintain an organized space. So I'm really excited for it. Let's dive in. And I hope this is going to inspire you to get some spring cleaning done around your house. Let's dive in. Enjoy. Let's quickly chat about lion's mane. This medicinal mushroom is fantastic for the health of your brain. I like using the product Focus from Aversio Wellness. Adding focus to your daily regimen is like taking your brain to the gym. Lion's mane extract stimulates nerve growth factor and it supports mental agility and addresses inflammation that can help you experience improved memory, concentration, and productivity. I'm a really big fan of this product. You can take it in capsule form. Sometimes I like to open the capsules and add it into a smoothie or my coffee or an elixir that I'm making. The products from Aversio, they are all sustainably packaged. They contain the whole fruiting body mushroom extract, which means you are going to get a very therapeutic dose of medicinal mushrooms. They are all organic, non-GMO, vegan, and gluten-free. Head on over to aversiowellness.com Use the coupon code wellnesswitch at checkout for 15% off. Check out the product Focus and check out all their other medicinal mushroom blends. Hello, Lisa. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Samantha. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super honored to be here. Oh, I'm so excited that you're here. We have not had this conversation yet about clutter and tidying up and how this impacts our health. So I'm really excited. And before we officially dive in, can you share with our audience a little bit more about who you are and what you do? Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Lisa Celebides. If people are wondering what is this weird accent about, I'm originally from Germany, but I've been living in the US for quite some time. And I am a professional organizer. So I help people declutter and organize their space and really help them set up systems that work for them. And I have a big emphasis on helping my clients ideally once in their lifetime and teach them how they can maintain on their own. Awesome. Okay. I love that. So how did you get started in this industry? What made you decide, I want to help people with their clutter? Where did that come from? Yeah. Great question. So I really stumbled upon this career quite accidentally. So I've done many different things in my life. Um, I've been doing this kind of work for about four to five years. And I was working at, at a, as a sales manager at a smaller women's fashion retailer before that. And uh, I worked there for about three years, I would say. I, I've always loved fashion. But at some point, I was like, you know what? I I like fashion, but this is not the industry for me to continue working. And I I want to find also something that is that I that I can see the impact I am making in my work. So I right. didn't know what that was. I I took a little bit of time off and just you know explored. And one day I listened to a podcast. So. <laughs> podcasts are very influential in my life (laughs) for sure Um, and I listened to a podcast um, so I'm sure you're familiar with Tim Ferriss and he interviewed Marie Kondo so Mm -hmm. if I'm sure people are familiar with um, her Netflix show that came out a couple of years ago about tidying up 
And I was familiar with her work then. She wasn't as famous, but she had brought out her book um, already. And I started reading that a couple of years prior to that. Mm -hmm. um, funny enough, I, I read it together with my husband. And it was my, you know, he's, I would say, he's the messier one in our relationship. <laughs> and, right. and in an attempt, you know, to give him the idea to maybe declutter. But that didn't happen. Um, I didn't even finish the book, I think. And then, you know, that podcast, one or two years later, it made me look into her again. I went on the website, on her social media, and I saw that she um, offers a certification for her method. And it right. has always resonated with me. At that point, I also did not know that people make a living as like helping people get organized as a professional organizer. Totally. I had never heard of that. So I was like, something just clicked. And I was like, this is what I'm meant to be doing because I've always been, I consider myself a very organized person. I'm on, on top of things. I'm, I'm a Virgo. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And I just went through the, the process. I, I, through the program and started my business um, at the beginning of 2018 and I have been doing this ever since. That is amazing. I love that. And I love how like a little seed was planted with the book initially and then two years later it came around again and you know that's you had that spark to like really move forward with it. So I love that like that little seed you know it grew into something so much bigger. You know sometimes we never know like where our journey and our path is going to lead, right? Like you probably read that book and didn't think like, oh, this is what I'm going to do for my career, you know? Yeah, absolutely not. I love it. Okay, so that's so great. So I'm sure we can all use some decluttering in our lives. I, I like to admit that I am, I have some very cluttered drawers that need some organizing, but I'm a very organized person overall. And I do not like clutter in my space and especially in my office, because I feel like I have to have, it just, it helps with like my thinking and my focus. If I feel like my environment around me is busy, it makes my mind feel really, really busy. So I'm sure, and it makes me feel anxious and makes me feel stressed. So I'm sure there's this connection between clutter and stress. Can you break this down for us? Yeah, absolutely. And I could not agree with you more, Samantha. I think sometimes there are people, it doesn't bother them. But also I claim that probably they don't know how good it would feel if their, you know, surfaces were clear. So right. there's an absolute connection between clutter and stress. And I, I really attribute it to, you know, Every single item has an energy field around it. And if we want it or not, if something is laying around on our surfaces, uh, a lot of different things, they just catch our attention if we want it or not, right? So a lot of clutter comes down to too many things to handle. So every item demands our attention. If I always like to um, go back to the statistic, the average American home has 300,000 items. So <gasps> 300, that is a lot. Yes. 
And also the average size of the American home nearly tripled over the past 50 years. So there's just a lot of stuff. People like to shop in this country. We mm -hmm. all know that. And at some point, you know, we only have 24 hours in, in our day. And there's a sense of loss of control because those things also need to be maintained. They need to be organized. They need otherwise, you know, what's the point in, in having them? So totally. there's more things, but there's not more time in, in our day. And what outer order and less clutter creates is it's just inner calm. It frees your mind. You have, if you have fewer things to deal with, there's less stress. So the more you reduce what's not serving you, the more space you free up, the less you feel stressed out, overwhelmed, anxious. These are all words I hear all the time, overwhelmed, anxious, stressed, and the less stressed. And I know you talk about hormonal health a lot. Mm -hmm. um, stress absolutely affects our hormonal health. And if you declutter, and it might not seem obvious to a lot of people because right. Maybe if they say, okay, I'm, I want to organize because I want to make my space look better, but it, it's, it affects so many different areas in our life, right? So the, the stress levels, your overall mental health, um, physical health, um, we can go into that more later, I'm sure. But yeah, the, the connection is absolutely there. Oh my God. I, I totally. I, and like I said, I can 100% relate. And it's so interesting, like we used to live in a condo and then we moved into a house almost three years ago. And just that transition of moving out of the condo and packing up all of our things, all of the stuff, and then moving into a home, like we were in literally like 800 square feet and the amount of stuff is just wild to me. But it was, it's such an eye opener because you realize I don't need all of these things. and then. It was a great way to declutter because I didn't want to bring all this stuff with me into the home, right? And so it gave me a great opportunity to really kind of filter through everything and be like, what do I really need and what do I not need? Um, so that was definitely an eye-opening experience for sure. So, okay. So you mentioned like mental health and physical health and all of that. Let's talk a little bit more about that. Yeah, absolutely. So I I like to claim that tidying can be more efficient than actual therapy, like talk therapy. And I know that's a bold statement. I'm not mm. against therapy, but it really comes down to what what clients actually are telling me, right? So right. I, I frequently hear this from them that this is like therapy. And I say it's because we are quite literally up in people's stuff, right? Right. So we're doing something instead of just talking about it. Again, I'm not against talk therapy. It's sure. all great if, if that works for you, but sometimes actually going through your physical items that really represent your life and your past and what you're going through can be so transformational. And it, it's, it's a couple of different things. I would say it, it makes you reflect and deal with the past so there's this confrontation with the past and the feelings by making a decision about each and every object. So 
um, what I'm teaching my clients, you know, it's it's really a whole home tidying approach. I really emphasize this, that this is where the transformation happens when you make a decision about each and every single thing. And we come across things like, you know, maybe it was a hobby that they wish they took up, but they never did. Right. And it's more of a, you know, I wish I... I was this person, but I'm kind of not. So it's it kind of hurts a little bit to let this go or previous careers you might have had and you right. still have those items. So it it can be very cathartic being able to let go of those things um, to physically doing it, right? So, so it's yeah. even more transformational, I would say, than just talking about something, but it's this, this act of of doing it of putting this item in the donation box so and also gratitude is a huge uh, thing as well gratitude has been proven to boost mental health and gratitude is is part of the method that i'm teaching um you should be grateful for the items whether the ones that you're keeping but also especially for the things that you're letting go so I encourage my clients when we go through the declaring process to, to say thank you to, or just think if they think that's a little quirky and I, and I get that. But mm -hmm. what I found is it can help with the transition process of letting things go, especially for people. And a lot of people are like that. They're very right. attached to their things, very emotionally attached and invested. Um, and then it's also the feeling of accomplishment you know when you go through a whole home tidying festival um, you feel accomplished like this boosts your self-esteem it's good for your mental health um, and then lastly I would say the choosing joy so so that's the defining question that I ask my client you know you should make your decision what what you want to keep based on does this bring me joy Right. Um, and just think about it. I, I don't I don't want them to choose what they should get rid of, but I want them to choose what they want to keep. So it's a slightly different angle, but I think it's it's such an important one. It's it's yeah. such a much more positive angle that that you can take. So just imagine being surrounded with only things that you love, that you enjoy, that uplift you. Um, I mean that alone boosts your mental health, I would say. For sure. I would definitely agree with that. I'm sure that there's a lot of people listening who, who can resonate with that as well. Just a quick interruption to chat about my favorite CBD oil from Eaton Hemp. I love using the extra strength full spectrum CBD oil, which is 1500 milligrams per ounce. If you're looking to include CBD into your routine and you're looking for some support with sleep or anxiety or even with PMS symptoms and discomfort and inflammation, this is definitely my go-to brand. It is certified organic, full spectrum, unfiltered, third-party tested. It's grown in the USA as well as processed and bottled in the USA. It contains organic hemp seed oil, full spectrum CBD. Head on over to eatenhemp.com, check out their CBD oil options, and use the code wellnesswitch for 20% off. So I'm sure that there's like a system and sort of like a process that you take your clients through when you're helping them to 
tidy up. So what does that really look like? Can you explain that? And like, where, where do you even start with somebody? Yeah, absolutely. So this is one of the questions I get asked the most, how, how do I even start? Right. But, um, I want to quickly run. So it's two part, I would say. Um, so the method I'm teaching, the KonMari method, it has six principles that I'm trying to follow. And then I have my own kind of framework that I'm using with my clients. So let me go over this so it, it gets more clear on, on how, you know, how I help people. For so sure. the methods principle are, number one is envision your ideal lifestyle, envision your ideal life. So we always start with the vision first before we dive into anything because it really helps throughout the process. Because when people have um, trouble deciding on something, I ask them, would this fit into your vision? Like really be very specific. I ask very specific questions. So that's the first thing. Envision your ideal lifestyle. Another principle is to commit to tidying up completely. So that goes back to the whole home approach that I'm, that I'm teaching, that the method is all about. Because I find this so beneficial doing it from the ground up, doing everything, because I see people fall off. If, if you only fold your clothes or tidy your clothes, right. things go back to shambles <laughs> very, very easily. <laughs> very but quickly. If you, if yep. you, yes. If you do your whole home, something shifts in your mindset and um, you have a greater success rate of actually keeping and maintaining a tidy home if you go through your whole home um, through all of the belongings you have. Right. The next principle is tidy by category, not by location. So that's also a very defining factor of this method. When I always compare, you know, what I do is a little bit different than if you would hire a traditional professional organizer. And again, people have their own methods or working with people and nothing is wrong. It's just different, right? Mm -hmm. um, so a traditional professional organizer typically focuses more on, they, they often come in and do the work for you. And there's more a focus on organizing and making things pretty, right? And my approach is more, the methods approach is more on focus on decluttering first and then organize. So there's big focus on getting everything out that actually does not bring you joy that you don't want. So um, and in this approach, it's important to see what you have so you can make more informed decisions, you know, what you want to keep. So it's beneficial to look at all of your clothes at once mm -hmm. so you can make a good decision. Because if you looked at only this dresser, like one weekend, and then right. in two weeks you tackle another portion of your clothes, you have forgotten what's in this dresser. And if you pull everything out, you might discover, oh, I have 20 blue skirts. I don't need 20 blue skirts, right? Um, right? And you would have never found out if you only looked at it by location, if that makes sense. Totally. Um, then another principle is to follow the correct category order. So we move through a very specific order from clothing, books, papers then we have kimono that's the japanese term for miscellaneous items and of course we break it down further also if people are interested um 
um, I have a category checklist with like a very detailed subcategory list if we if they want to try it on their own i'm sure we can include that in in the show notes and totally the last category is mementos sentimental items so the idea is you start with something easy so clothing is supposed to be the easiest category because right you are used to making decisions about clothing every single day so you're kind of used to picking out clothes and making decisions about them and then it's also a very defined category so we know what a clothing item is so it's really easy to gather once we get into the miscellaneous it becomes a little bit more gray and we have to work on defining those categories and people have the most trouble with memento sentimental items because you know there's a lot of emotional attachments to things so that's kind of the category order that we work through um and then another principle is that the first step should always be the decision making and then the second step should be the organizing so and i know sometimes people and i make this mistake sometimes myself when you you know you're in the decluttering phase you're in the decluttering step and you're already thinking ahead, oh, how am I going to organize this? What kind of right. bins should I should I buy, right? But I'm like, nope, hold your horses. Don't waste your brain energy because you haven't finished decluttering yet. And you might not even need anything. You might not even end up with a lot of clothes or books or anything. Right. So always kind of separate those steps. Um. And then the last principle is to only keep what sparks joy. So that's really the only question that I ask my clients. And that's the deciding factor on what they should should keep or not keep. And again, if people have trouble with the concept, I have like more questions that I ask them throughout the process. But that's that kind of breaks down the method that I'm using, which was you know, it's not my method, it's Marie Kondo's method. Um, For sure. And then I, I, so we, we use that throughout our work. And in my framework, when I work with people, for example, in my virtual tidy VIP day, I walk them through a framework. And it starts with um, the first phase is study. So we really take into account, okay, we take photos of your home, we do a home tour, we look in all the different, you know, nooks and crannies in your home, and we type out a category list. So because we tidy by category, we want to know where everything is in your home so we don't forget about anything. So that's kind of the first um, thing that I walk clients through with. We kind of right. lay the groundwork. Um, and then I teach the method. So Again, if it's the strategy VIP day, I teach the method. So everything that the client needs to know, um, everything, you know, how categories need to be tackled and tidied are, are being taught throughout this process. Then in strategize, so that is where we define the categories. We, we schedule out sessions and we really define, okay, what are the categories you're going to work on? and kind of block off time and we schedule out things and talk about preparation and everything that's kind of associated with that 
And in the next phase, streamline, we talk about storage and maintenance. So that comes kind of after. Um, I'm right. big on maintenance. I want my clients to succeed and and be able to maintain a tidy home. Of course. Right? And last uh, phase is strengthen. So that's more of a coaching phase where I coach my clients on any anticipated struggles that they have with regards to moving through this process. So that could be, you know, whatever they have defined in, in their pre-work questionnaire that I get from them. It might be, you know, I have clothes and half of them don't fit me anymore, but right. I wish I was going back to that size I was in high school. So mm -hmm. we walk through that. I give them tools, what they can do. We talk about emotional detachments to things. Um, sometimes people struggle with guilt letting go of expensive items, letting go of gifts. So of I, I have my little tools and things that I that I coach them through. So that's kind of how it looks like when I work with people. Um, so I help, hope that was helpful. Yeah, that's amazing. It's a really great system to take people through. So, you know, being someone that has coached so many women over the years with hormones and weight loss, getting rid of clothes that they used to fit into that that would be a really really big one for sure and you know i've always said to them and and i and i'd love for your viewpoint on this too is you know i always tell them that it's important to have clothes that you can fit into now it's again it comes back to that piece of what sparks joy right like are these clothes really sparking joy for you no because they're reminding you of a time when you were a specific size and it's just a constant reminder of where you're not or right. And, and then you can sometimes feel like the shame around it. And so it's like, go buy the clothes that fit you now that you feel good in right now versus having to go into your closet and look at these things and like, it be this constant negative reminder. And I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to fit back into those clothes. And great. If you, if you know, that's going to be part of your goal go for it. But I also still think having clothes that, you know, you feel good in right now is, is really, really important. So yeah, I'd love your take on that. What do you think? No, I absolutely agree, agree with you, Samantha. Um, and I have, and it's difficult, right? So us as women, I, I'm sure most have struggled with that in one way or the other of right. not fitting into a certain size anymore or maybe you want to gain weight that could also be the the case right totally yeah um so my approach is yes absolutely make those clothes that fit you right now we want to separate them from the ones that are not fitting you so that's really step 1 but then i also want you to joy check both sections in a way right so right. let's only keep the things that um fit you right now but then i also want you to realistically look at maybe you have different sizes i want you to be really clear and realistic with yourself what is am i am i currently losing weight or gaining weight what is a realistic size for me to achieve within the next let's say and you set like we talk about that what is a right. good timeline for you maybe it's 6 months Maybe it's, you, you want to give yourself a year. So we say, okay, 
let's let's let go of of the super small sizes and this is the size these are the clothes you want to keep and let's put a deadline on it i want you to put a reminder in your calendar and once that day hits and you fit in them great if not i suggest letting them go because as you said it creates so much weight on us just totally facing those clothes and why not accept the reality of what it is right now and and move on with your life because what it is is just getting stuck in the past and not yeah. accepting who you are at this moment so that's what i would suggest i love that no that's great so speaking of clothes I remember when I was watching the Netflix series and, you know, seeing Marie Kondo go into people's like closets and like pulling everything out. I think that's the part why I'm delaying doing this is because I'm like, oh my God, the thought of pulling all of the things out, that's what (laughs) makes me anxious. So maybe you could talk me through that. And I'm sure that there's a lot of you know, listeners who, who've watched the series as well. Um, and they've probably thought that too, like what you have to pull all of it out. So, you know, what's the purpose of that? Really? It's just, I, I mean, I, you kind of did mention it earlier. Like if you're working just space by space, you're not really getting the full picture of, of everything that you have. Right. So, um, and I'm assuming this is with all areas, not just clothes, right? Like if you're cleaning, decluttering your garage, you take all of it out. So let's talk a little bit more about like the real purpose behind all of that. Yeah, I would love to. So yes, so on the Netflix show, and I specifically remember one lady, she had like this big, big closet pile that she worked on for weeks, I think, if I remember correctly. But yeah, so the purpose is to see everything you have at once. And we call it the power of the pile because a lot of people are shocked of the amount of things they have. And it really helps them in in the decision-making process. It's really powerful sometimes because we are used to having everything tucked away usually, right? So it's tucked away behind closets. It's a good reality check to get everything out that you're owning from from a specific category. With that said, I get it's overwhelming. We also have to take into account the space that you're living in. If you live in a big house, you may you maybe have a, a spare room. Then I would say go for it. Get right. everything out if you if you can use this room. You don't have to put stuff away, but I'm very mindful of when I'm I also work with clients in their space as well in um my direct support services. So if I come into a space and I can usually assess, right? So this is like a lot of clothes. We will probably not get through this in one session only. Right. So if if that's your case, if you don't have a big space, if you get easily overwhelmed, we can absolutely break it down in subcategories. So that doesn't mean you're doing the method wrong. It's just about being mindful of your space and your levels of of overwhelm that you might be feeling if you get everything out. So you can break it down again. You can check out my checklist. That's what it's for. You can just take a couple of subcategories. So for each of the five main categories that I mentioned, I I give a complete list of of subcategories 
of clothing. So let me give you a couple of examples. You might just want to work on dresses, pants, jeans, and shorts, right? So maybe that awesome. these are the categories that you want to pull out of your closet. And then you still get a, a good, a full picture of, okay, these are how many dresses I have or you know, and then make an informed decision of what to keep and what not to keep. So yeah. absolutely break it down. Sometimes we also have to more go uh, like a location-based tidying approach because it might just be a miscellaneous closet. So in that Got case, it. I like to pull everything out and then categorize. So let's say you might have stationery in that closet. You might have food in that closet. You might have pet supplies in the closet and a right. couple other categories and then I still want to okay let's let's separate those categories and let's look at the pet supplies and then I ask do you have more pet supplies in your home so let's get those as well so we still we kind of tidy by location but also by category um yeah does that okay cool. does it help that makes are sense. you now are you not comfortable <laughs> tidying your clothes? I am. And I think I will probably do it in categories, which which makes me feel less anxious about getting started around it. Okay. So the biggest thing is how do you actually maintain the space once you've organized it? What are some strategies and some tips? Yes. Great question. I'm very big on maintenance and and teaching my clients how they can maintain their organized home because no one wants to go through this again, right? No. <laughs> you want to do this once in your lifetime. Ideally, sometimes people choose to go through all this stuff again. And that's why I'm saying a yearly spring cleaning will not be necessary if you do this right and if you do it once and kind of keep up with the maintenance systems that we incorporate. So there's really three simple rules that you should follow. And so imagine, okay, we're done with our tidying festival. So that means no more clutter in your home. Everything you own brings you joy. And everything, also very important, has a designated home. So let's say your clothes are in your closet. They're by category. They're color-coordinated you know exactly where each item should go. And this is for, this goes for your entire home. So rule number one, when it comes to maintaining your space is putting things back where they belong after you use them, right? So if you wear your clothes um, and you put them back in the closet, I mean, that's another discussion. But um, if you put it in the laundry, once you do your laundry, um, they should go back where they belong to. Or let's say right. you're working in your home office, you you know, you have books out, you have papers out, you have your office supplies out. At the end of the day, ideally, everything should go back into its place and right. you know exactly where the place is. And for a lot of people, you know, once this is done, everything has its home, it's really easy to do so. I think For what sure. a lot of people struggle with or when they say it's so hard to be organized, no wonder, because nothing has a place. Has a home. Yeah. But 
once it has, it's super easy to put it back in, in general. So that's new, rule number one, put, put stuff back um, where it belongs. And then we, we have to think about, okay, what about new items? What about new items coming into my home? So I want you to joy check every item that comes mm -hmm. into your home. And ideally, you do, do not even let things come into your home that do not spark joy. So if you go out shopping, um, do the joy check, right? Like if, yeah. if something doesn't bring you joy, why, why buy it? Um, and then if you have to online shop, do the joy check at home. If this, is this something that I want? And at that point, people are so like, you've gone through this, like you know how right. to do it. And um, they're very aware. So if something doesn't bring you joy, you need to return it immediately. And I know sometimes people really struggle with that. But again, at that point, you should be very aware. And um, yeah, it just needs to happen. I mean, I, <laughs> it's Makes just um, you, need to, you need to do it. If you're saying, you know what, I'm really bad at returning. And I, I'm just not going to do it. What I recommend is having a designated spot in your home. And that can be like, for, for example, myself, I have a drawer dedicated to anything that like any, any donation items. So if, if something comes in, I don't want it. I just pop it in this, this drawer and I don't deal with it. I, I deal with it once it's full or once I have a reminder in my calendar saying, now go you know right make a donation run or sell some items that that are in there so joy check new items return them if they don't bring you joy anything that you do want to keep you have to assign a home and then the last rule is for anything that was previously joy checked so your big tiding festival um any anything has a home as you're living your daily life um you know, for example, you are doing your laundry and you fold your clothes and you notice something, you know what, this shirt, I don't like it anymore. It doesn't, it doesn't really bring me joy anymore. At that point, I want you to stop and not put it back in the closet, but in the donation bin it goes. Right. Right. So super simple, actually, but you have to create this clean slate first for those systems, for those maintenance systems to work. Okay. I love that. I am so going to go create like a donation or return bin because there's so many things I can think of top of mind right now that I need to return or I could just give away, but I do end up putting them back because it's like, oh, I'll just get to that later. So that is great. A designated donation bin. Oh, I'm so going to do that. Thanks for that tip. Okay. So the last question before I let you go, for those who are listening and they want to get started, they're like, okay, I got to tackle this. I got to, you know, it, I mean, we're actually recording this in the spring season, which I feel is like a perfect opportunity to do that spring decluttering. Where do people start? Yeah. So there's so many areas in your home that you could start getting organized right um and but i always like to start with the vision so going back to those principles we talked about before really dig deep into why like what is your bigger why um maybe i can give people a couple of questions that they 
can start with, like writing down, you can, you can journal on them. You can even create a vision board if you're more like a visual person. So I totally encourage that. It also helps you to get really excited about this, right? And, and what, what could be, what, what could be possible. So you could start with, um, what are the three biggest goals you're trying to achieve with your tidying? And I encourage people to get really beyond the surface level, if, if you will. So meaning, you know, obviously you want your house, home to look better or be less cluttered, right? But okay, but, but still like, what is like, why, right? Often it comes down to time. I, I feel like I'm wasting time. I, I don't have time to do what I enjoy because there's so much stuff and, you know, I, I waste a lot of time on maintaining and, and shopping even and things like that. Or a lot of the time people say, you know what, I, I like hosting, but I, I feel embarrassed having people over. So, right. um, you know, I really would like to do that again. So write those down write those three main goals down. Um, then also another question I ask is that you can ask yourself, how does an ideal day in your life look like? Be very specific, kind of describe how, how that looks like. Maybe you want to, you know, do yoga in the morning. And that's not possible because your space is cluttered at this, at this point. Um, right. So be ver- very specific. Um, another third question you can ask yourself, what are some areas that are most important in your life right now? So as examples, you know, you might want to focus on relationships, maybe finances are important. So write those down um, to kind of guide you on where you want to go. Um, so vision is first and then absolutely dive into the physical tidying process. And as we said before, if you feel overwhelmed or just want to dip your toes in, just start with one subcategory. And I think clothing is a great is a great category to start with, again, because it's very close to us. We, we make decisions about clothing right. every single day. So maybe just pick one or two or three subcategories and, and start the joy checking and see how that goes. Amazing. I love that so, so much. And I know for myself, just to, just to share, like for me in my home, it is very clutter free. For the most part, everything does have a home. Do I need to go and organize my closet? Yes. <laughs> um, do I need to set up a donation bin? Yes. But for the most part, everything has a home. And that was really intentional when we moved into our house because it wasn't just about having this tidy, clean home. But for me, it was being in a space that like really brought me peace, that really made me feel calm. And I wanted those who were coming over to feel that that same peace. And I love it when people come over and literally, I'm not even joking, everybody's always like, your space just feels really calming. I always feel really good in your home. And I'm like, oh, I love that. Like, that's exactly the vibe that I was going for and hoping for. And it's so it's really beautiful that not only do I experience that, but like others who come over feel that that same way too. Yeah, that's amazing. That sounds really, really good and inviting for people also to for sure. Yeah, the ones you're having over. So um I lied. I said I had one last question, but um <laughs> that that was supposed to be the last question, but I don't. Um my last question officially is 
does your husband follow your methods now? And is he on board with all of your systems and organizing? Yeah, this is a great question. So what happened? So obviously I became very organized, like even more organized than I was before, because part of the process um, of the certification process that I went through is you have to do the method for your own. So for your own home, for your own belongings. And yeah, and then I started, you know, how it happens, you start nagging your partner that they should do it themselves as well. Or, you know, I'm this organizer now, so I can help you, right? And um, of course, this is not how you should approach this. And again, this is a question I get often as well. Mm-hmm. Can you help me like make my family members or my spouse sure. tidy up, right? And yeah. I'm like, this is not how it works. Because if you try and force people to do this, they you only get pushback. The more... Right you're trying to force something on them, the more you get pushback. And that happened in my case as well. Only once I backed off, I didn't say anything anymore. I didn't nag. He came to me and asked me if I can help him um, tidy up. And we did it, everything. And yeah, I, so what I it's been great. I mean, we've we've revisited maybe books. He likes books and we re- revisited those categories maybe once mm-hmm. or twice again. But what the most profound change that I saw from him going through the process is he really liked to shop like a lot. I always say he's the woman in our relationship <laughs> because he would go into stores and sh- and like just shop and hunt for bargains. Yeah, like almost every single day. I'm not kidding. Um, and this completely stopped. It completely stopped. He said, Huge. I know what I have now. I enjoy what I have now. And I do not need to go out and, and shop for stuff anymore. So these are really profound changes that can happen if you go through this process. Like um, your shopping behavior changes. If, if that's something you're struggling with, you know, right. always going out and getting something new or you feel like you have nothing to wear even if your closet is stuffed right um so yeah <laughs> I love that that's a great transformation I really really love that it's you have to lead by example basically right you had to do exactly. it for yourself yeah. and then yeah oh that's powerful I love that well thank you so much for sharing that where can our listeners find you and connect with you? And I know you mentioned you have a VIP day. So let's hear a little bit more about that. Yeah, absolutely. So people can connect with me. They can go to my website, obviously, um, lisatselebidas.com, L-I-S-A-T-S-E-L-E-B-I-D-I-S.com. They can also connect with me on Instagram. So that's my main social media platform shoot me a DM. Um, Let me know if you listen to this episode. I would be super honored to connect with you. Um, Same account. So it's just Lisa Celebides. And if you're interested in working with me or exploring the idea of working with me, um, you can schedule a call on my website. There's a big red button and we can chat more. 
Amazing. That's so great. Well, thank you so much for being here and sharing all these great insights. We will have all of that over on our show notes. So thanks again, Lisa. That was so great. Thank you, Samantha. Thanks everybody for tuning in. If you would like to learn more about Lisa and maybe work with her for a VIP day, you can head on over to the website, holisticwellness.ca forward slash episode 197 to learn more about her services and access all of the show notes for today. And don't forget to take advantage of our 30% off savings off of all of our holistic wellness programs. Head on over to holisticwellness.ca forward slash programs and check out all that is available. And when you check out, use the coupon code birthday to save 30% off. Thanks again for being with us today. Chat with you guys over on Instagram. Come hang out there. If you have any questions, feedback, let me know. I'd love to connect. Thank you so much for being with me today. If there's anybody that you know that can benefit from today's episode, please share it with them. And if you haven't yet left us a rating and a review, we would so appreciate it. Thank you so much for being here. I'll connect with you next week.